Sad news this week, as I learned that probably our greatest and longest supporter of the show and of our web hosting service passed away. Jason Milo Ramsey died this week at the age of 48. Milo, as we came to know him, was a tech enthusiast and he started listening to Aussie Tech Heads all the way back uh, in episode one in 2006. Over the years, Milo has joined many of the hosts on the show to present a weekly episode here and there. He was always sending in stories for us to use for the show, uh, always chatting on Facebook and uh, always offering his support and help wherever he could. He just, he loved his tech. Milo was a regular and devoted announcer also on Radio Triple UFM, Shoalhaven Community Radio, with his mixed bag radio show, streaming the show live with video as well, back before streaming radio was really a thing. He was, he'd sit there in the somewhat darkened room with the 4G dongle and pumping it out to whoever, how know, whoever knows how many listeners that there was at the time. Music was Milo's life, played guitar, wrote music. He was in a band called The Droosters. Some of Milo's work is on YouTube under the page Milo Guy AUS, all one word, if you're interested. The episode, this episode of Aussie Tech Heads is dedicated to one of our greatest supporters, Milo. At the end of the episode, I will play an instrumental piece performed by Milo at home, just doing what he loved. Pass well, Milo, and thanks for your support from all of us over the years at Aussie Tech Heads. Welcome to episode 591 of the Aussie Tech Heads. It's another oh, coolish sort of uh, winter evening. We are coming live to you on a Wednesday night this week, a little night earlier. Um, some people have things to do on Thursday night this week. So, uh, yeah, that's me. So I won't be able to, won't be here tomorrow night. So we're coming a day early. So it uh, doesn't matter. We've still got a show packed full of good stories and some tech news for you guys. It is episode 591 on the 4th of July, Independence Day in the US. So how's that going? I, I didn't celebrate because I'm not, I'm not over there. Uh, so we are joined tonight by Jordan and Joe. You can reach those two guys at Jordan and or Joe at aussietechheads.com.au and the email will get to them. We're also brought to you by ATH Web Hosting. So drag and drop website creator, a uh, couple of clicks install of WordPress, Joomla and Drupal. Domain registration, all the good stuff. Don't forget the other shows that you can look out for is the Aussie Tech Crypto uh, going gangbusters. They stream in through some new platform called Minds. Apparently Will's, Will's had enough of Facebook and he's got this new Minds platform. Uh, it's supposedly something like Steemit. It goes along the same lines where people, you can actually earn cryptocurrency 
for the amount of likes that you receive on certain things that you post. So that's pretty interesting. So go and have a look at that if you're sick of Facebook as well. Uh, but yeah, tune in to the Aussie Tech Crypto, also the Aussie Max Zone, and my tech opinion. This week I hear Shane uh, is talking about video games, something that we spoke about a little while ago, and whether or not you know kids should be able to play all the all the games. You let your kids play GTA and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so uh, tune in there. It looks like he's going to take that take that task to hand and uh, talk about that you can get us on the facebook.com forward slash aussie tech heads youtube.com forward slash aussie tech heads uh, show notes and other stuff is at aussie tech forward slash podcast and also the aussie tech radio which is uh, new shows each friday so on the tune in radio app search up aussie tech radio we're also on spotify as well so get on your spotify free or paid versions apparently you might get an ad on the free ones but anyway uh so yeah good stuff <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this into this show and say hello to Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. What have you been up to? Oh, nothing much. Just watching the World Cup. Oh, how's that going? Yeah, it's going pretty good. My yeah. team's still in it. Oh, yeah, good. Good. I think, uh, well, Australia got kicked out. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's no fighting like the netball, is there? Or basketball or whatever it is. No, there wasn't. No, not this time. Yeah, did you guys see that? Oh, Jordan, we'll say go to Jordan so you can join in. Hey, Jordan. Yeah, don't forget me now. I'm no. here. <laughs> well, I'm keeping quiet tonight, so you might not have known I was there. That's all right. Oh, I'm good. I've had a, a pretty uh, pretty full-on week, technically, with some applications and customers and things like that. Oh, that's yeah, good. Keeping you busy. Um, keeping me busy, yeah. Mm. Just building servers and things like that. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the basketball. How was that fight? The brawl, the all-in brawl. That was uh, quite entertaining, wasn't it? The chairs. And... I didn't see it. Oh, you missed that. You have to Google it. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, it was all in. Did you see it, Joe? Yeah, I did. It was uh, pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. They reckon they reckon it was well. Australia reckons it was the Philippines' fault. So I don't know if that's entirely true, but I know there was punches flying everywhere. <laughs> I know that. Uh, reminded me of the was it the '78 Sharks Manly Grand Final. You know, it was just an all-in punch-up all around. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, let's get into some stories, I guess. Let's see what I've got here first. Oh, oh th- I've got first story is a bit of a hosting story. Three million AU domains uh, transition to a new infrastructure. So, and a new company name. So, Affilias. Uh, so, the domain have trans- transitioned to Affilias Australia from Newstar. So apparently all the all the .com.au domains have been sent over to this new system. Often uh, they move from a legacy system. So aside from the transition to a new infrastructure, Affiliates said the domain would have better security, abuse, spam and phishing protection and an Australian management and support team. And probably the biggest, the biggest difference that I could see really that anyone wants to take any notice of is their Normally, the .com that I use are two-year registrations, and now they're one-year registrations. Oh, really? Hmm. So we're still going to pay the same price? No, apparently they're a little bit cheaper as well. What? So, what half the price for, oh, for yeah. a year instead of two years? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. At least. Yes. There's, it's a little bit. I got the same email because I've got a registered registered domains for for clients, and that's why I got the same email an email about the same thing. But I didn't realize they're going to cut it in half for registration time. Yes, yeah. So that's what I believe, and that's what I, that's what my paperwork has been telling me. So yeah, so. yeah, well, yeah. They, that's good. 
Yeah, that's right. So uh, I think what they were up about thirty bucks for two years, and so they're probably down to around about fifteen bucks for one year, maybe forty, maybe a little bit less. So uh, yeah, so that's good. You've got to pay a bit less than that. Mm. Yeah. So what when you get a domain name, do you get the .com as well? Not always. Depends on the customer if they want it, really. And sometimes mm. you can't get it anyway, so you get left trying to find different variations. Yeah. It's just getting harder and harder to get the domain you want these days, isn't it? I think with the .com for sure, yeah, for sure. I but think now all the other ones are opening up, like your .nets and your .me's and your .b's and your .whatever mm. else you can add, but they're all so expensive. Mm. So I can't uh, remember where I read this, but I think I read that there's no dictionary word .com available anymore. So all the dictionary has been taken. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. But you get a lot of people doing the domain squatting. Which is where they, you know, they think about, oh, that'd be a good domain name. I might make some money out of that in some future day. Oh, and so brother, my brother does the same thing. Yeah, right. A hundred freaking domains and go, oh, I'm going to sell them all for this and this and this. And that never happens. <laughs> no. Exactly, well, yeah. I've seen the same thing happen too a few times with a few people. And um, it, it, nine times out of 10, people are just holding up domain names and they're not even using them. And people who really want the them. companies aren't going to come out and, yeah. The company, other companies aren't going to come out and go, I want that domain and buy it off you, are they, Joe? Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. Yeah, so like the, I think the .coms, yeah, people squat on those. Uh, .com that I use are a bit harder because you've got to have an ABN to, to register them. You've got to have show business need. And I think there's a lot of other of the those type of ones, you know, the .eus and the .des, they're also hard as well to register unless you're in that country. I think the .eu, for example, like when you register, you've got to register with a, an EU address. Uh, so like it just won't let you do it if you've got an Australian address. Same with UK, the .co.uk. Mm. So some the, the, those ones are hard. The, the .coms are just open slather. You just do whatever you like. Uh, and another, just another thing that just happened to one of my customers through the week, they let their domain lapse. I think they, that was an EU actually. So they, uh, I don't know, they didn't renew it. And then three days after it expired, they wanted to renew it. And uh, go, what happens after it expires, these particular ones, it goes into a redemption period. Yeah, that's right. And then it was going to cost them like 150 bucks to redeem it. Mm. You know, so the only other option was to wait, say, 60 days. It'll fall out of the redemption period, go back on the market, and then he just they buy it again. So, um, yeah, so just make sure you renew those domain names, especially if they're anything but a .com. And you do get plenty of warning too, you know. Like they send you that many notifications, you know, three monthly, monthly, yeah. 14 days, five days, one yeah. day. <laughs> and they that, give you enough, of a, enough notification. There's no reason why you should miss it. Yeah, and I think that's why, because I send a lot of notifications out. I know people get sick of them, but I'll send them. I think there's about three notifications, then the invoice before it expires, and then after it expires, you can't You've really got do another, much. <laughs> but, another, not, another month or something, or two months to renew well, it even after it expires. Not if, it, not if it's a tricky one of these funky ones that goes into a redemption period. You're um, gone. <laughs> there's a period that nobody can re re register it. Well, you yeah. can redeem it. But you can't register. But to redeem to redeem it, it'll cost you like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Each each um, domain has got a different different price. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's enough about domain names. Um, what what have you been up to, Joe? What sort of uh, info have you got for us this week? Oh, this week I've got a few things I want to talk about. Mm. Um, one of them is uh, about. Um, Google explains uh, the Gmail privacy after the controversy. Mm, yes. So tell us about the controversy. 
Well, they, people are saying that Google are still looking at your emails and going through your emails and um, using them for marketing and for ads and stuff like that. Um, but But I think, uh, well, just a little bit further on to that story, I think the, the main part was it's not that Google, like no human from Google was reading them, but it's possible that humans from third party can read them, like if you can believe that. So the, That's the, right, yeah. Some people who actually have access to some sort of apps um, who are developers, they're mm. the ones that apparently have a, a limited amount of um, access to it, but from Google themselves, apparently no, they don't, no one reads them. Yeah, so Google lets people connect their account to third-party email management tools or services, uh, such as travel planning and price comparisons. So apparently when linking these accounts to an external service, people are asked to grant certain permissions, and which often include the ability to read, send, delete, and manage the email. So according to the Wall Street Journal, the permission sometimes allows employees of third-party apps to read users' emails. So I think, um, yeah, what, what's the, what's the uh, answer, Joe? Go and check your security settings. Well, look, there's really nothing much you can do about it. Just, just don't keep anything that you don't want anyone else to see in there. <laughs> yes. So where do you... Yeah, look, it's not very good, though, is it, I guess? But I, but I suppose... You know, you want to use these CRM tools and Salesforce and all this sort of stuff. Or you don't know what happens to your data once you start linking Tom, Dick, and Harry into it. You kind of don't really have a, a choice but to use these big email and big companies, do you? Because you want their services, but you don't well, necessarily want their their emails. <laughs> well, they're they're all linked into each other. I mean, you look, you use Gmail, then you use uh, all the uh, online uh, like. Words and Excel and yeah, that's all That's right. You know, getting the same with and Microsoft. Then you've got Google Photos and you've got um, Google Drive and you've got your actual Android phone. So they're all linked in together, and you know, there's nothing much you can really do about it. I mean, you can go and get your own little personal email server and stay away from the big guys and be the little guy in the you know the small fish in a big pond. So to speak, and be less noticed, but at the same time, you still need these other services. That's right. Like you, so you kind of get caught, yeah, having to use them. You can, have, of. you can have your own email server stuffed in the bathroom if you wanted to, or in the basement. And uh, but you know, like if you're running some sort of company, you know, you want to run that Salesforce tool. And exactly. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that sales Salesforce tool, but your emails come up, and you've got a list of customers. You can drag emails across to the customer, you know, and just just really sort of manage the whole process of um, from your 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 sale from say inquiry email to to shipping email. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, the other the other aspect of it as well is if you do run your own email server. What's stopping them from anybody else that you send an email to that has a Gmail account? I mean, they're well, still going to get you there anyway. Mm. So I guess, like you know, if what what are you going to keep? What do you want? What's so bad? What's so top secret that has to be top secret? You want to keep secrets? Well, I guess if you've got something like that, you're going to have to just for that particular form of communication. Say you're sending the plans for the nuclear sub. Well, you're going to have to just do it with another way, you know, and just keep it off the Gmail, keep it off your email, do it another way pigeon or something keep, like that keep it off the internet if anything mm. well that'd be preferable but 
Geez, everything's on there these days, isn't it? Like any any. Well, do you, do you remember a, a while back when the um, when there was a terrorist uh, attacks and they were using the PlayStation network to communicate on? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I did. I vaguely remember that. That's crazy, isn't it? They, they and you know they you know WhatsApp. They reckon that's all secure and Snapchat. But geez, at the end of the day, is anything going to be secure? You know, just just because the FBI can't crack into things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think anything's that secure. I think old Timmy Cook's got the key in his back pocket or something for, you know, little iOS back doors everywhere. But uh, Google said, just back to that story, Google said that customers had been verified, had, Google said companies that had been vetted could access messages and only if users had explicitly granted permission to access the email. Uh, Gmail users could visit the security checkup page to see which apps they had linked to their account and revoke any they no longer wanted to share data with. And that's probably something that you should do every now and then. I've done it semi-regularly, like every now and then Google will pop up and say, you want to check your security? Just go, yeah. And then you go through the list of all these apps that you've granted permission to and you go, well, I don't even use half of these anymore. You know, I signed, I signed up for that one as a bit of a joke, bit of a review item. So you just go, yeah, no, 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 no. And just start blocking all the all the the old calendar apps that you you know you download the old um, fitness apps or whatever that you downloaded three years ago when you wanted to lose weight, uh, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a good thing to do is check your security. Same with anything. Look, if if Gmail's doing it, you bet your bottom dollar that Outlook and everything else is doing it as well. Yep. You know, like Salesforce has to work somehow. And it has to connect to your emails. Has to, but but who who's going to sit there and read your emails anyway? Like you know, unless you're doing nuclear sub plans, who's going to be reading them? So you just don't worry about them. I was only uh, remembered today actually, like just how much sort of focus goes into onto these, or onto your info that you send up into the cloud. Is I don't know if I told you guys this story, but oh, a little while ago when my kids were young, uh, I took a picture of them in the bath and then I stored it up on the OneDrive. And then I got an email from Microsoft saying, you've got child porn on the OneDrive, take it down. <laughs> or we'll send the police around or something, you know, or we'll, um, we'll do something or other, you know. They get everything, don't they? Yeah, and, and I'm well, just... Well, they use keywords, don't they? They use um, keywords, so anything that's got a keyword, um, they sort of monitor that, and then they don't actually do anything about it until they get a, a whole heap of them. And then when they get a whole heap of them, it rings an alarm and it says, oh, you yeah. better check this one out, and then someone actually goes and took, looks at it. Yeah, well, well, this was an actual picture, so obviously they got, I don't know, bottom recognition software or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, they have got picture recognition software. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, well, they they weren't using the the facial facial recognition in this instance. They were doing using something else. But uh, yeah, it was, I, I got the shock of my life. I'm thinking, has someone looked at that picture? Well, like, isn't that worse than? Isn't that if that was a picture of? Um, child pornography wouldn't that be just as bad someone looking at it and you know like get out of my emails get out of my OneDrive. but anyway that's what happens that's what happens you just don't know what's going on but uh i use google photos now uh yeah cool thanks joe um jordan what what do you got cooking over there oh i've got all sorts of things cooking over here how's your edge going this week my my edge actually it's still on um the, look i must admit since the last updates i haven't had too many problems with edge Oh, that's good. So mm. Maybe they fi- maybe they fixed something. Yeah, look, my little laptop it's been going a bit better since I sat through a painful update. Hmm. Yeah. 
there's a couple of the things that were it wasn't doing too good and uh yeah i went through an update and it geez it took a while to do it was just i don't know just had a few you know you had the, a few false starts had to restart it check yeah. for updates restart check for updates and but eventually got there now it's going a, a fair bit better so it's good uh yeah sorry sorry to interrupt your flow that's right no there's no flow here i'm just <laughs> i'm going with the flow yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I had a little story here I thought was interesting. Um, China claims to have a real deal laser gun that inflicts instant carbonization of human skin. Caramelization, did you say? Carbon, yeah, well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? We'd, we'd, be, we'd be eating each other if it was caramelized. <laughs> but what did you now, say? I said carbonization. Oh, right, right. Carbonization. So. As the U.S. prepares for war in space, China's bringing the space war home. Its uh, ZKZM-500 laser assault rifle is reportedly uh, capable of hitting a large target from a kilometre away, igniting flammable objects and burning through human skin. As it's ready for production, the researchers behind the project claim. The weapon that fires a destructive laser beam has been a dream of military researchers for decades. The US military has uh, recently had some luck with a huge laser firing cannons that are intended to be mounted on ships or trucks and can take down a drone uh, by burning through its body. Um, but effective laser rifles for use by individual soldiers have been stuck in the land of fantasy. Uh, the South China Morning Post, however, spoke with researchers at the Zian Institute of Optics and Precision <laughs> Mechanics. I hate all these big long names. Uh, at the Chinese Academy of Science who say they have developed a powerful laser rifle that will soon be in the hands of Chinese police who force, sorry, who focus on anti-terrorism. I just think that's amazing. It's like Star Wars is, you know, around the corner. Mm. So laser guns, eh? Well, you, you, think, you look at all this stuff and you think, geez, that's futuristic. Is it really going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. But then again, you know, like if you if you sat there in 1967, would you be thinking, geez, we're going to have phones that fit in our hand, computers more powerful no than the, the moon rocket in our hand? You go, no way. So, well, um, yeah. So I think things... everybody's, you know, scared of, you know, they, they watch the movie um, um, uh, Terminator and they think the same thing. We're going to have, you know, robots running around. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we were thinking about it that long ago. We've made movies about it, and yeah. everybody's scared of it. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, you know, we've already got these driverless cars and buses, so um, why not? They're all they're all in Terminator, all those drive the driverless taxi and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but guess I'm what? waiting waiting for uh, the fifth the fifth element to reboot. That'd be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know That's my next mission. One. They've got plenty of plenty of futuristic stuff that we only dream about. Was well, that Bruce Willis? Is that one of his? Yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis movie. Yeah. There's got to be a reboot of that eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, but are reboots any good? Like, you know, I, I was thinking Total Recall. Was that a successful reboot? I what was know. I reading the other day? I think it was actually it's Jason. I think it was Jason's post on his Facebook that sparked this in my head right now. He was talking about a reboot of Fifth Element, I think, in one of his Facebook posts. And there was a reboot of Doom, I think he said, about to come out. I'll have to have a look on his page. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh Guess what I got today? Post. And there was a reboot. Guess what I got today? What'd you get today, Gideon? I got a letter. I'll show you. <laughs> now I, got, I did get excited until I came in and uh, verified it. But you look, game on, NBN. How's that? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> you there? <laughs> but I, I came in and I checked the, I checked the NBN Co. And I'm still under construction. 
ready for um, <laughs> April, May next year. Oh, so, so I don't oh, know. I don't know what's going send, on. How can you send it that quickly and make people wait that long? I like, know. I went to the Telstra site. I thought, geez, if anyone had, I'll tell you, Telstra is not. I am, as I said before, there is no way I am uh, giving Telstra my MBN. I'm just out, just out of spite. Even if they have a better plan, just out of spite. I, I think just... you need to ring them up and say, "Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bled Goodman from the Aussie Tech Head Show. I need my MBN. Put yes. it on." Yeah, well, like I've had a complaint with them now, and they don't even answer your complaints anymore. So I'm just so over. Just so they're time wasters. They're just it's just just nothing. So um, yeah, they're going to have to play really really nice for me to do MBM with them and once I, once I get rid of the cable uh, then I'm just going to be Telstra free so it's going to be good but anyway yeah so look I got all excited but I don't think that the MBN is actually here but I'm going to ring up tomorrow and just make sure uh, something just just peculiar I guess when I, I flip through the plans is they, they, they all go on about up speeds and there's just no I mean down speed there's no up speeds listed anywhere so never yeah I know you know so yeah so yeah, but anyway, that's that's <laughs> a little bit excited. So, I, I check them out, Glenn. I make sure you check, let's see what the up speed is before you do anything. Oh, look, I'll be checking out everything. I'll be. We are, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I'll be switching over straight away. I'll be probably even leaving it a month, just to make sure everything is sweet. Well, but, your up speed's pretty important, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I need the up speed. I need. I want to make sure. I'm not going to go on a contract. I'm just going to do a month to month. Because the last thing I want to do is get locked into some some clown telco like uh, Telstra that just they're just too hard to talk to, aren't they? I just I just at the wits end with those people, so I'm just I'm just over them so much that just out of spite. <laughs> but they're supposed to be the best, aren't they? It's well, supposed to be the most reliable. They're selling it to everyone else and keeping the high scores. But well, I don't know about the MBN. The MBN sort of got control of all that now, but that they sell all the other stuff, I guess, don't they? Well, I guess it still was coming over their copper wiring, but they, they sold all that as well. So, yeah, is mm. it really Telstra's anymore? But uh, talking about all that sort of stuff, good old Foxtel. Have you ever had, recently had a call from Foxtel? I, I did. And, geez, they were really pushy. Like, just they were really ready to make a deal, which was good. But I really wasn't ready to accept anything because I didn't want to spend the money. <laughs> but, uh, but Foxtel is using decision decisioning software to help it retain particularly high value customers as it defends against higher churn rates caused by the encroachment of new competition, namely Netflix. So uh, Foxtel says our churn profile at the time was sitting at around just over 15%, whereas traditionally uh, we had about 11 to 12% annualized churn. So what do you reckon, 15%? Probably, yeah, you probably want to try and keep that, wouldn't you? Uh, we you need- no mockers for that. Well, well, they for the soccer. Oh, oh they, well, yeah, the Premier League and the FIFA World Cup. You know, they've lost that. So, um, so what if was they get that back? They'll probably get all those subscribers back. Yeah, I think what the what Fox. What would make me go to Foxtel would be if I could choose my own channels, pretty much. And yeah. you know, like why? Why I don't understand why they don't let you do that. Like, how many people are going to choose Bloomberg? You know, and if if, it, if the station can't support itself, get rid of it, nick it off. You know. What so, about uh, faster releases too? I think. 
Yeah, well, they're pretty good as far as I know. Like, I don't watch too much TV, but some of their shows pretty much in the same week at least, uh, if not mm. the same, say, 24 hours. But, yeah, that's not too bad. I hear a lot of people complain about not fast enough releases. Every, everywhere else in the world's getting stuff before we are. You know. Right, but can you in Australia? Can you say go to Netflix and or, or another legal Australian platform to get something quicker than Foxtel would get? Well, you can, but even Netflix, you know, like for a long time there, Netflix. I mean, I haven't had Netflix. I had it years ago before it was even in Australia. I went and got myself an American account and tried to watch it and kind of gave up on it. But that was early days when even America didn't have much stuff on there. But now they're saying that, you know, America has has more than anybody else. Australia's um, library of stuff to watch is 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 small in comparison to mm. most other places. So really getting stuff on fast release, even on Netflix, I'd reckon would be a mission. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's not fast enough. You know, mm. people say that they talk about piracy and they say, but people aren't getting the stuff fast enough. They want it fast. I reckon I was NBA'd and this bloke rang because he was going crazy. Uh, Foxtel is beginning its NBA rollout. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so they've got two call centres, Melbourne and the Gold Coast. I think that's just over there in Rabina, actually, just down the road from me. And two based, and two uh, offshore in Manila and Durban. The other thing, I guess, with the uh, uh, Foxtel is that I had a bit of an issue with the HD. You've got to pay an extra 10 bucks just to get the HD box. I said, well, why, you know, stuff you guys, just give it to me for nothing and I'll, I'll you know, sweeten the deal a bit. But nah, the HD box, extra 10 bucks, thanks. So I thought, nah, get stuffed. Wasn't doing that. Um, it's well worth it though, Glenn, the oh, HD look, box. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I, look, I'd like it for the sport. Um, the, the, the picture is so, so much better. Yes, yes. But... I think, you know, with the foot, I only watch the rugby league. You get a lot of games on Channel 9. And although, you know, once you once you put the Foxtel in, you sort of just re-screen the free-to-air channels. So you get the, uh, you know, you re-screen your standard definition, Channel 9s and all that, because if you've only got the standard def box. And uh, so what I've found easier to do is, like, when the footy's on Channel 9, I'll just stream it through the 9 Now app and then Chromecast it to the TV. It's the best picture the TV's ever put out. So that's really good. And even those other channels on Channel 9, you know, like 9 Life and all that sort of stuff, they're all coming through the air at, at SD. If you push them through the app and Chromecast them, I reckon they're a better picture than SD, what comes through the air. Uh, so that's, that's something I keep in the back of my mind. Uh, yeah, look, oh, I don't know. What, what do you do with the footy? Standard def's all right. You just sit further back from the TV. <laughs> <laughs> take, your, take your glasses off. You yeah. yeah, that's right. Or you, you, won't, you won't notice it. No, well, just you. <laughs> well, you just watch it on the... If you're with a, a Telstra Mobile, you can watch it on the mobile. They won't let you Chromecast it from the Telstra Mobile. They, um, I think they let you... I think they might let you Chromecast it, but it'll only come up in like a half of the screen or something on the telly. 
It's really stupid. But yeah. you've got to open this sort of stuff up, you know, and this is what gives people the irrits and what causes them to go to various online streaming platforms and, and circumvent all this, all the stuff and get it for free. Uh, exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah. So any, any comments about Foxtel? Or I think we just talked that one pretty much out, didn't we? No, no you're good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, what else you got there, Joe? Um. How's your, how, how's your phone going, your Swami phone? Did you end up getting your phone back yet? I did, yes. I, I've got it right here with me. I've had it for a couple of weeks now. And how's that going? I think it's going really well. I like it. Yeah, the, uh, the, I like the battery. The battery lasts a long time. Like, I haven't charged this thing since last night, or since, say, this morning when I pulled it off, so to speak, and it's at 45%. Like, my iPhone was running out. I'd have to charge it. Oh, at least once a day, at least, at least. But yeah, no, but uh, probably bigger battery. But yeah, look, it's, it's good. It's snappy. A um, couple of things have to get used to because it's Android. But no, it's good, Joe. Good. Do you like them? Uh, yeah, because apparently there's um a, the company is um doing a, a challenge against Apple and uh, Google. Yes. Um, lots of people. Um, Think that this uh, this Chinese company could could actually um, get as big as Apple and Google. Yeah, well, I think the phones, from what I I read, uh, that they're they're pretty good quality, and yeah, I think I think they're they're brilliant. Like, yeah, it had a bit of a misstep the first one I got didn't really work properly, but once I got that back, once I got another one, a new one back, yeah, this one seems to be pumping on all full full four cylinders. It's good. Yeah, the, the, the company is about eight years old now, and. Um, it's worth about one point three five billion dollars, right? And um, yeah, yeah, and and it's got a a fan base, which is kind of unusual. Um, what what they do is they um, they listen to um, people over social media, and they actually introduce different sort of products and um, and services within the uh, the phones that they they produce for for them. Because it's not just uh, phones that they do either, is it? Are they vacuum cleaners and um, yep, they do vacuum cleaners. They also make uh, tablets, Wi-Fi routers. They even make TVs, mm. set-top boxes. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're 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 going gangbusters. Look, if you want to, the the one that I've got is the MIA one, the Mi A one, and uh, what's this Android Central? Where's I'll show that for you on the screen. So the the Xiaomi MA, the Mi A one, <laughs> best of both worlds. Yeah, best budget phone by Android Central. So yeah, look, I'm happy with it. Uh, like it's got the Android One on it. It's sort of getting regular updates, which is good. Which a lot, which is one of the things most people find um, disturbing about their Android phones is that they don't get enough updates. I'm just looking now to see if there's another one uh, coming out because the last one I had was a May update. Let's have a look and see where uh, update system updates. So I'm up to Android version eight came uh, security patch 5th of May check for updates and I think there is a June one out but no I'm still on the May so that the June one hasn't been pushed yet but yeah no it's good Joe I love it yeah, I, was, um, I was looking at them actually the same one you've got uh, Glenn for my boy he's, he's haggling he's we, we've made a rule that at 10 he can have his he can have a phone right uh, right and his sister got one when she was 10 and we looked at them I brought them up with him and we compared them and they're equivalent pretty much to a Pixel 2 yeah it's... right yeah they're good so... so for the money you know 200, 250 odd bucks or something yeah about 270 now from Kogan yeah and for a, a phone that's pretty much almost 
I mean, I've got a Pixel One, so it's in between the Pixel, the Pixel and the Pixel Two specs wise. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it was a, good, good, good value. Yeah, look, it was a listener um, that put me onto these phones. So, yeah, yeah, thank you again because I think they're good. Like I did, I did have a, probably a bad experience. Well, I had a bad experience with both. The say, well, probably just from Kogan was the first one because when the daughter plugged the the adapter that Kogan threw in with it, it blew up in her face, like quite literally, because she was plugging it in, switching it on, bang, in her face. And uh, then my phone, I had to send back because, yeah, there was a couple of apps that didn't work and a couple of apps reported that the phone was rooted and I couldn't go into the, the, the you know, the restore system or the, the, whatever you want to call it, the Android system, DOS reset thing, thing. Uh, so I sent it back and so they sent me a new one. Yeah. Yeah, did you know, Glenn, that this company also has um, its own cloud storage system? Oh, right. And right. it's got its own like computing on cloud computing services. Yeah, right. Jeez, that, make, that, that makes things interesting because I think that it's it's showing that uh, they're actually interested in doing something in the space of uh, the, the the cloud. Um, mm. Well, that is interesting. Yes. Um, they got yeah, high the other hopes. thing is that they got they want to buy um, fifteen hundred Microsoft patents. Right. Why would Microsoft want to sell them? I don't know. It, I guess it all depends on what patents they want to sell. But um, the company is actually interested in buying them. Yeah. Right. Right. That's very interesting. I wonder what they would be though. Like, obviously, Microsoft's not going to sell anything that's worth anything. Well, well, actually, well, Microsoft probably owns all that Nokia stuff, don't they? That's right, yeah. yeah. So they could be selling all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And all the rights to it, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they yeah, either license it out to them or sell it. I thought it they them. sold it, the Nokia stuff. Oh, did they? Yeah, I thought so. I thought someone else bought it. Oh, them, right. And they sold it really cheap, wrote it off and got rid of it. There's, oh, wasn't it just Nokia. a hardware division though? Yeah, but now Nokia's going again, isn't it? But not on that larger scale, I don't think. I don't know. Joe has Nokia's. I saw one last week. Was it last week you pulled your Nokia out? Oh, that was an old Nokia, yeah. one of these. <laughs> That's him. That's the one. Look at that sturdy little thing there. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? Well, Windows was doing phones. Microsoft were doing phones. I think they've sort of... You think they've given up the up the idea of phones now? I, I reckon. I don't think so. I don't reckon they have. I reckon. I don't think so either. So many rumours over the last, over the last what, five, five or ten years, even before... They bought Nokia. They were they wanted mm. phones, and then Nokia we thought maybe was going to be the angle, but Steve Ballmer sort of stuffed that up, or Ballmer, whatever his name is. Mm. So I st- I think I think with the Surface line, there's still hope yet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, last week I actually posted on my Facebook about uh, Microsoft developing a uh, Surface uh, type uh, phone. So yeah, that's not right. confirmed yet, but uh, yeah, I-, I still reckon they're in it. That's right. That's where I read it. Yeah, off your page, Joe. That's right. Yes, I do remember reading that. Um, yeah, so we'll, yeah, stay tuned. But yeah, no, I'm happy with mine. It's good. And I think now it's there. The Xiaomi's about two seventy. Jordan, come down a bit in price than when I bought it. And um, yeah, my boy likes really. He actually liked it. He was mm. impressed. Like he's he's one of those kids that's got to be cool. He's got to have the best of the best. Yeah, you know, and to talk him off Pixel because his dad's got one, so he thinks I'm cool. Truth yeah. be known, he's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> he, well, at least he thinks that. He um, he really wanted a Pixel. He he wants me to get a new phone so he can have mine. He's, yeah, he's, right, right. 
Yeah, well, I think so. We looked at those, and I, I think they're maybe a good option for a kid at that age. Mm. You know? Well, they're not that expensive, really, in the scheme of things. Like if they were to lose it or break it, you, you're not going to just really sit in the corner and cry, you know, like you've just spent a thousand on a, a iPhone 10 or something. No, but you might have trouble getting the screen fixed if you broke it. If it's a you know a Chinese brand or something, you, you couldn't walk into a phone shop and go repair no. this. And they, they might have trouble finding a screen. And if they did, you'd probably pay good money for it. So you'd might as well just buy another phone. Well, that's the thing. The way I sort of justified it was what you can buy an iPhone eight. What they, they'd be probably eleven hundred, say. So call it twelve hundred, and then so therefore the Xiaomi's are three hundred. So you can buy four of them. So you got to bust four of them before you break even and buy one iPhone. Mm. So that's the way I justified it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, you know, look, I, yeah, look, I'm with you on that, yeah. I'm not a fan, a huge fan of a lot of the Chinese stuff. but. Mm. Well, talking about iPhones, Apple is rebuilding the Map app. So uh, hallelujah, some people might say. Remember, when that first came out, that was just uh, rubbish, wasn't it? That was just rubbish. It was taking people into deserted deserts and over hills and into gullies and everything uh, and was based on the TomToms. I don't know what went wrong, but Apple is rebuilding its app from the ground up with its own data set. Uh, TomTom will continue to be the data provider. Apple did not say how its use of TomTom would compare to its previous use, but TomTom shares fell after the news. So, mate, yeah, what do you make of that then? <laughs> I think I said this on the show the other week, you know, it's like, it's like Facebook, it's like Spotify, it's like Apple, it's like all these big companies. As soon as they come up with something, it's really hard to break tradition and have someone else beat it with something else. Hmm. You know, I, re I reckon Google's already taken the map space. Oh, for sure. And I reckon it's going to be pretty hard for even Apple or anybody now to, to try and combat that. They may as well just all embrace it and give up, you know, it's like... It's like, you know, why try and compete with Spotify? They've already got the trend of the market. They've done it. Hmm. You know? But I guess, like, yeah, like, Apple, Apple's not going to give up on music. Like, they pretty no. much, you know, forged the way of the, the new way of doing music. They reimagined re how we consume music. So I don't think they're going to give up on that. Uh, maps, they've got so much money. They don't know what to do with it. They'll keep doing maps. They'll, they'll have their little Apple cars going around like they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, as long as you know, then you know, there's two two apps in the each store. Or well, actually, you can't get Apple apps on the Android, but you can get Google apps on the Apple. Uh, you hmm. choose which one you want. Like, uh, whatever happened to that uh, on the Apple? There was a Where Is app. That was all yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah, they had the, the the voices like Ray Warren and Dame Edna telling you where to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. But only... you know, like I I wanted to replace my my car map like I don't know what the, the Apple CarPlay uses mm. is it CarPlay if, if they even have maps Some lot, yeah, app, yeah oh if it's Apple it would be uh, yeah be maps for sure so to me it would make more sense to get an Android system in your car than an Apple one mm. just for that plain reason aren't they dual systems I think I asked this weeks ago aren't they like you can have either or the cars come with either or or something well, oh, maybe there might be some cars that you can choose. Hmm. I mean, I've got a, 
I've got a Holden one, so I've got a kind of a stock standard Holden one, but and I I feel like ripping it out and going and buying one of these one of these these Chinese, if it be um, Android ones, you know. Just I've got one of those in my car. Those Android ones, those Chinese ones, and that works great. I reckon it'd be so much better to have Google Maps than half these other crappy maps that get put in by other companies. Mm. So what you can buy, Kenya Joe, like you rip your old radio out and just put your new sort of console screeny thing in. So, yep, yeah. I've actually took out the original radio that was in the car and uh, installed a, a full-on Android um, operating system with the, um, it's come to the touchscreen and uh, it comes with um, the digital um, digital connections with the uh, GPS and all that. Bluetooth nice. and... Yeah, yeah right. it comes with everything, Wi-Fi. What did that set you back? Can you remember? Um, I think it cost me about $450 plus installation, which a couple hundred dollars for installation. Right, okay. And, yeah. and so your car, you would have had the enough space for the, the screen and the unit to slide in? Like, yeah, it's the standard two DIN. Right, um, yeah. DIN yeah. plug. In, in my case, so I've got a deluxe edition of my car and so all the heating and heating controls and everything are all in the um, are all in the LCD screen. Right. So if I go and get a cheap Chinese one, I'll lose my heater control. Oh, yeah, right. Well, that's no good. So I've got to go and get a, a heater control from another model or something and put it in and then get the Android one or something. Mm. It's going to cost me about 1200 bucks all up. Yeah. Well, um, or I can just get the stock standard one that's about 1200 bucks and update it. Hmm, interesting. Because I, when, I, when I bought my little cube, I put in the I got a like a Bluetooth one put in, and because you know all this Android CarPlay wasn't out even you know 2012 I think when I bought my little cube, and uh, yeah the Bluetooth the uh, the Bluetooth phone has never ever worked. There must be something wrong with the radio, and I wish I'd have figured it out when it was under warranty. But you get that, and mm. so yeah, so maybe that could be my next little purchase, little. Uh, some Android CarPlay action. Android. Speaking of Android CarPlay action, someone just on the on the comments there in Facebook, Justin made a really good comment about Waze. Have you heard of Waze? The app Waze. Yes. It's yeah. Google support, and that's Android as well. It's probably on. I'd say it's probably on iOS as well, mm. probably. But that thing is amazing. Yeah. That is a really good app. Map app. When when the kids were littler or younger. I used to do the ways so they could see me on the road, so you know, follow me on the way home. <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, great app. Yeah, it is good. I don't know. So Google must be going to implement something like that into Maps. You would think Google Maps if they bought it. So, um, but Ways is out there, isn't it? Like it, it's oh, every now and it's then. Fantastic. Yeah, every now and then you'll see how it's integrated with something around the place, and you go, oh yeah, right, Ways. I can't remember that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Um. Yeah. Good. Who are we up to, Joe? You know, my, uh, Joe. Man, do you want to? Uh, no, we talked about the uh, Joe talked about the Microsoft thing, didn't he? The thing I wanted to hear about that, and he's already talked about it. But I've got um something in comparison to that. Yeah. Samsung's obsession with huge batteries might continue in the Galaxy X. Mm. Obviously, Galaxy Ten. They're talking about. Oh, everything's. There. Samsung is a widely is widely expected to launch next year. It's most exciting Android Android phone yet. The Galaxy Edge, which uh, which supports, and I didn't say Galaxy Edge then. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Uh, which <laughs> is supposed to be the company's first foldable phone. A report uh, a few days ago said that the Galaxy X design will be slightly different than what we've been led to believe. The phone will not fold in the way like a wallet. 
as a portion of the screen should still remain accessible for the user. That way the notifications and calls that come through in one glance are on the screen rather than folding them away. Um, the new report now says that the phone might have incredible battery life, possibly even better than the Galaxy Note 9. Uh, if you're familiar with the Samsung rumours, uh, then you know that the Galaxy 9 is rumoured to pack a monster 400 milliamp battery, which uh, should provide superior battery life to what's available on the Galaxy Note 8 or the S9. Mm. Galaxy X might be might go all the way up to 6,000 milliamps, the kind of capacity you don't see on a beautiful Android phones. Oh, beautiful Android phones. On beautiful Android phones these days. <laughs> Was yeah. this written by Samsung, this article? Yeah, I'd, I'd reckon. <laughs> and read by Jordan, as you can tell. It's... Uh, now, it's a bit wobbly. But yeah, I'm, so they've got, they're talking foldable for the next edition, like the Microsoft one, but they're talking a 6,000 milliamp battery. Mm. That's pretty crazy. That is, that's, well, yeah, that's huge, isn't it? That is large. Uh, just a couple of inputs from the Facebook Live uh, from Paul. Nokia is owned by HMD. Never heard of them, but anyway. Uh, uh, it's just, yeah, just a brand, he says, and it's, you know. Right. Yeah. He also Paul also says uh, about ways they already do location sharing in Google Maps. Is he talking about whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there was another one there. Someone took a Tesla. Justin took a Tesla X for a drive on Friday. Strongly say take one for a test drive. So awesome. If I could afford one, I would buy one. Mate, I I saw one. I went to that um, went to Melbourne and saw that Avengers show when it came out. We took the kids up there and. To the uh, Avengers show, and they had two of them at the front. Man, they are nice looking. Yeah, vehicles. nice. Yeah, good oh. stuff. Should have jumped in one. I sat in it. They wouldn't let me drive it. Obviously, it was on display, but I sat in it. Beautiful, mm. absolutely. Did you did you walk in with a few hundred just hanging out your pocket, Justin? Is that how you got the test drive? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's more of them out than out there than you realise, and and I don't know if we've got they, they've got a test lab. Have they got a Tesla in Melbourne, a Tesla shop in Melbourne? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Where, where, where are you from, Justin? Let us know where you're from. I'd, well, I'd, I don't go around. I know we've got an automobile, uh, I don't know, plaza or something over here in Ravina, but yeah, I don't, it's all Mercedes. I, don't I thought too, Melbourne too, too were, were me. getting a Tesla shop, yeah. I was going to mention, too, there was a comment on while you're on the Facebook comments. We were talking about the phones earlier, and, and Paul wrote that Paul uh, Pixel 2, not the camera. What? Mm. I think we we're maybe maybe talking about the comparisons of your uh, oh, okay. Xiaomi yeah, phone right. and the Pixel. I think, and you think you were saying the camera's not. So Paul might like to clarify on that what he meant. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, where are we up to? What do you? Well, you got any more, Joe? No, no, I'm, I'm done. That's it for me. Right, what about you, uh, Jordan? Yeah, I've got uh, a couple. While we're on the uh, the phone, I'll do another quick phone one. Um, this is not so much a news report, but. We may be able to post this on the show notes or something later if anybody wants to read further into it. But modern Android phones are so much faster and smoother than they used to be, um, even even compared to a, four, a few short years ago. Of course, speed on the uh, on the smartphone is just like battery life. You can never get enough. The, the latest generation Quadcom Snapdragon processor has been combined with extra RAM in 2018 um, Android flagship phones to create a the smoothest and most powerful Android experience to date. In fact, technology has progressed so much that a couple of recent 
Android flagship phones have been found to be even faster than the current generation iPhone models mm -hmm. running on iOS 11. Um, the Samsung Galaxy S9 and the OnePlus 6, which I think one of the guys was talking about on Facebook before, both actually managed to beat the iPhone X in real-life speed tests on YouTube. Uh, I'm not going to go all the way through this whole article, but what they're saying is that they there's hidden tricks in Android. There's settings that you can get to to speed up any Android phone. Right. And it says, here's how it works. Each time you open an app and close an app, and switch between apps and so on, your phone displays a transition animation uh, to take you from the sc one screen to the next. It's the sort of thing that fades into the background as you use your phone. So you probably don't even notice these transition animations. But um, playing but playing these transition animations on your phone displays, uh, uh, takes up time and, so, and also speed of your phone. That was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says in here, and I'll... I'll Kind of, I'll just abbreviate. It says in here that in in every iPhone, and I've done this before. In every uh, sorry Android phone, there's the developer settings that you can't see. So um, if you go into the about section of your settings and you scroll down to the build number and tap on it seven times consecutively, you can then open up the developer settings, and that's where you can change the animation scaling and transition scaling and animator scaling, um, and so on and so forth to speed up your phone. All right. Where, where? Massively, they reckon. I'll um, if I pop this article into a messenger thing to you, Glenn, you can post it, can you? I suppose. Oh yeah. Can you stick it in the show notes? You know how to do that. Uh, well, you want to just paste it at the bottom or something? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, and then I'll just if it will it let me? Yep. Paste. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Done. We'll scoop it all up. Very at the very bottom. So that's got the um, that's got the how to at the bottom of that article. But I would suggest that if you're not, uh, it says it here on the article as well. It says that if you're not tech savvy, be, be very careful in those developer settings because if you change the wrong thing, you might not reboot your phone again afterwards. Yes, yes. So only change what's in that article. Hmm. Uh, well, that's uh, that's all the stories I've got. Unless you've got any more, Jordan? You want I to... have got one more I wanted to quickly touch on. Where is it? I might have just closed it by accident. Hang on, where was it? Somewhere um, around the place. Oh, I think I might have touched on this last week. Uh, possibly. Um, Apple's new version of iOS is the strongest sign yet that Apple finally believes that the customer is always right. <laughs> oh, I thought Steve was always right. Yeah. For most people, on for most people, there's only one feature in the latest version of the iOS that matters: the big bump in performance. Uh, with iOS 12 officially launches this fall, uh, devices that came out in 2015 will see apps open 40% faster, according to Apple. The keyboard shouldn't lag and you shouldn't miss getting that perfect photo because the camera is faster too. Sure, the software contains 3D emojis and improvements for facial recognition. Uh, for the most part, though, Apple gave, uh, Apple gave its users what it wanted. The, the iPhone, uh, the iPhones they already have, but faster, cleaner and tighter. Mm. Uh, its stability update, in other words, is uh, sorry. Its stability update, in other words, cleaning up all the gunk underneath the hood. That said, if only Apple could improve the battery life. Oh, that's somebody else having a comment in this. I hate it when these journalists throw their comments in. Can't we just get to the point. Um, yeah. yeah, look, at, yes, it's at the moment. I'm pretty happy with the Android versus my old iPhone. So, yeah. yeah, but I think I think that is that is. 
I think that's one thing with the Apple phone, even when I was on it, it used to bug me with the performance. You know, like the older the phone got, mm. the slower it got. Well, we all know what now. We all know. We all now know why, don't we? And we had to buy a new phone every year just to keep up with it. That's right. Because, you know, like it's just kind of annoying. Yet people, and I don't mean to bag Apple, but people just really say Apple is the best, and they plug it and plug it and plug it. And they don't like it when people say anything bad mm. about them. But it's true. There's, I don't think I know many people that can say they don't update their phone every year because it gets slow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it does. It, it does, and I'm sure might this Xiaomi will get slow, but you know. Oh, they all do. Yeah, that's just how uh, it goes. Now, you know, not as drastically as that. Like I've got paperweight oh, Apple devices here in my house that are only good for paperweights. You can't even turn them on; they're so slow. Well, I don't throw them away because I was reading a, an article today. The all these old iPods and iPhones—they're starting to be worth a lot of money for, for yeah. you know, the old collectors. Even though they take 10 minutes sure to on with the latest operating system. Yeah. Was that, Joe? Yeah, that's right. They sure are. Yeah. You'd have a few, wouldn't you, stuck around under some boxes or something? I've got heaps of them around. Yeah? you got iPods and all that sort of stuff? i still got the iPhone 3G and 3GS yeah. lying around. Yeah, I might have the iPhone 3GS. I don't know if I've got the iPhone 3G. I've uh, got, the... got a 4s. got a 6. I've got the original Click one, if I've got it here somewhere. Oh, the little iPod. <laughs> little yeah i've got an ipod somewhere as well i'm not sure what there model you go is. i got the original one there and it still works yeah right what are that what do you reckon that's worth anything exciting uh i haven't looked uh, recently but last time i looked it was over a hundred dollars yeah. wow what what do you uh, i'm gonna go I, is that an ipod what do you call that just an ipod click or something i'm gonna try and look on ebay before we go, let's have a look and see if we can get one of this those. Is the, this is the iPod um, 20 gigabyte version. Is that like a classic iPod classic? I can't even remember what it was called, this particular model. Yeah, this might be it here. What's this here? What's this one here say? 420 iPod black, seventh generation, 160 gig, 120 bucks. Yeah, there's a couple down there. iPod classic, 359. Yeah. Oh, it? Yeah, so yeah, don't want to chuck them away. It's amazing how Apple holds its value, isn't it? Yeah, even those old, uh, the old Macintoshes, you know, the old small screen, I don't know, a big five-inch screen or something, whatever they were. Yeah, with the floppy drive in the front of it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, they're, they're starting to get worth a bit of money now. People would turn yeah. them into fish tanks, but I think <laughs> they're probably getting worth more than a fish tank now. But yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I often, often wonder to myself when you look at, when you look at Apple and these big companies, I often wonder how much of Apple is just, it, 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 how much of why people believe one or the other is good, but how much of Apple is actually influenced and how much isn't, and how much of the the other companies is just influenced. You know? Like, I so think, many people yeah. just go, it's it's good, and then everybody else just kind of follows suit, not not really knowing why. Some people may not be technical, and they go, oh, it's just, it's Apple, it must mm. be right, you know? Mm. I have to admit, Drew, um, a while back when, when Apple started um, and Microsoft were around as well, Apple was the cream of the crop. There was nothing better with than Apple around, even you know the Microsoft phone. I even had the Microsoft phone at that stage. So did I, and I don't disagree with you. I think that Apple did have some really top-notch stuff and they were leading the way. But, you know, it's... it's yeah, but, know, but I today um, I, I have to say that Android um, phones um, have to have to take the... The cake. I mean, I, I 
I didn't use an Apple phone for a long time. I, I borrowed one off a friend of mine, the iPhone 6. I used it for about a month and I, and to tell you the truth, after a couple of days, I wanted my Android phone back. Mm. Um, but I persevered for a, a good four weeks just so that I'd get over the the, the thing of, oh, now I've got to use it. Uh, and then I'm back to my Android and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I don't think I've, like with my Pixel, I've only got the Pixel 1, but I don't think I've ever, it's ever crashed. I don't, you know, I mean, obviously I've restarted, but I could say the amount of times I've restarted, I wouldn't even remember in the time I've had it. it it's it barely anything ever goes wrong with it. Mm. But, but you know, my wife's Apple, she's got the, she's only got a six plus, but the last one that they released before they brought out the seven, but constantly freezing, having to restart, problems with this, problems with that. I'm still, I'm still using my LG G3 and it's still going really great. Um, you know, touch screen, there's no button here, anything, yeah. all the buttons in the back. Oh, nice. And uh, the only time it's ever crashed is when I had a problem with the battery. So I actually replaced the battery and bang, away she goes again. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, all right. So how's the YouTube page going, Joe? Uh, not as strong as I'd like. There's only a few subscribers. Oh. I, I guess that's probably because of a lack of uh, inf information and things that I put on there. I have been busy with uh, um, other things at the moment, so I'm going to try and you know get all that going a bit better. Hmm. We got to get you a, a uh, some easy sort of link or something, so we can. But... Yes, I still have to work on that. Um, maybe you can make some suggestions, and uh, and I'll just take one or two. Uh, take you know take one of them. Yeah. So if you just want to make up, so I don't know, Joe the Gadget dot com <laughs> forward slash YouTube, and uh, that'll take you straight to it. We'll, we'll fix that up. We'll fix that one up. Yeah. And make it easy for that's people easy. to find. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that's easy. We'll do that for next week. We'll, we'll push that next then week. You can, and then on the show, each week you can say something about it and people remember because it's nice and easy. Mm. Can you just send me your, or even if you just put it in the bottom of the show notes, just send me the, the actual YouTube link, please. Save me going looking for it and yep, I'll fix no it problem. up. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so you can get us on the emails. You can get us on the Twitter at Aussie Tech Heads, at Glenn Goodman, uh, hashtag Oz Tech Heads. Uh, you can get us everywhere. So that's about the end of the show for this week. Uh, so thanks for joining us and thanks for tuning in. So we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. So thanks for coming in, Joe. We'll uh, see you next time. No worries. See you later, guys. Thanks, Jordan. We'll see you no next time. No worries at all. Thank you. And... and uh... Rip to uh, Milo. To Milo, yes. I'm going to end the show with. Uh, I found a YouTube. He was he was into music. He liked playing his guitar and so forth. And he had a couple of uh, tunes that he recorded up on the YouTube page. And this tune that I picked, it was just him just sitting in his I don't know kitchen or dining room or something uh, with two little canaries in the background, and he was just strumming away as originals or covers. No, just originals. Just Original originals. songs, cool. Yeah, oh, I didn't sing. Uh, but he, he just instrumental and it was just him just having a bit of a, a jam at, at home so uh, yeah so sad news for old Milo but um, yeah hope you uh, get some peace and yeah find out where you're going and go gracefully <laughs> alright good stuff exactly yeah. thanks, thanks Milo thanks guys and um, yeah enjoy Milo Thank mm -hmm. you.